Lounging on the rooftop, rooftop. Phone off, listening to Tupac. Tupac. The baseline's beating as the groove knocks. Nah. I'm sipping on Hennessy on two rocks. My mind's still working around. Episode the 19. To keep me ahead of hatred and plots. To, the city's a jungle. Episode 19. As soon as I'm bolting the door, these niggas the Rojo Show. Malcolm at the window with the K, wishing the nigga would get brave. Theater student, I see you bringing the drama my way. I direct you, cast the Let's show day Rojo. The Rojo Show, episode 19. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you being here. I appreciate your participation in your podcast. Um, Got some topics. Got some emails this week that I don't I, I, I looked over them briefly on my own and I'd like to kind of read up on one of them with you all actually I might say that for the next one but today is Wednesday I don't have the exact date for you because um, I produced it myself and haven't checked it out I don't know what today's date is it's early in the month, though, right? Like, we're just now in September. It's already September. September 2nd. Second day of the ninth month. Is that what that is? Yeah. It's been a crazy year for me. Has it been, has it been a crazy year for everybody else? It's, it's, it's almost to the winter. It's almost to fall. And when the fall is here, it's almost to winter time, which means it's almost to January, which means it's almost the end of the year. I mean, we're heading into the fourth quarter, right? So, I guess it's time for, I mean, if you're really serious about any kind of um, New Year's resolution, you'd probably want to start that shit now, right? Or any kind of, like, self, if you're going to use the year end or the year beginning as as a marker of some sort, you probably want to get a head start on that shit now, right? If you're realistic about making it a habit type of thing. I don't know. I, I got off on a tangent before I even really started the show. Roadmap. Roadmap for my debate people. Um, judge gets 28 years for kids for cash. I'm um, talk about that. Late, late registration turns 10 years old. The MTV Awards. Mariachis sing national anthem at the White Sox game. Um, drunk white girls on my Facebook page using black slang all wrong. Michael Jackson's birthday just passed. Um, Joe Rogan says Ronda Rousey could beat up Bruce Lee. Um, playing history, slave trade video game. Uh, red flag music that if a girl knows it, you know she's been smashed to it. And I think that's it. So we'll kick it off with the first one. Uh, judge gets 28 years for cash for kids scam. Now, if you don't know what that is, <clears throat> there was a judge who was linked or was found to be working with a juvenile detention center and was ruling wrongly, was wrongly convicting kids and sentencing them to time at these juvenile detention centers um, when they shouldn't have been. And he was receiving millions of dollars from these privately owned juvenile detention centers because, as we know, America has a a cancer in it that is the privatized prison 
um, which this would fall into. This would fall into private the privatization of prison and rehabilitation centers. Um, it's also a big deal as far as pharmaceuticals, <coughs> publicly owned pharmaceutical companies and, and, and re- rehabilitation centers as well. Excuse me, I had to get a little get a little drink there. But um so he I mean I don't know how old this guy is, but he got sentenced to twenty eight years uh for ruining hundreds of and and we'll just be frank and say they were minorities, but they were probably mostly black. I mean, a, a Latinos get shit on a lot too. <clears throat> but um these kids have endured mental and probably physical um mental and and probably physical damage that 28 years is not enough for they're 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 ruined for their lives and i i suppose i don't i don't see him living 28 years but when you go in on certain on when you go in on these kind of charges you're generally not there the whole time anyway um, I, I would hope that this would be a different kind of situation, but I I would probably be wrong. But twenty eight years just doesn't seem enough. Is that that's only like a year for e- possibly each kid? Not even. I'm sure there were more than twenty eight, and I'm sure he's not the only one, which I think is is the biggest point here. I'm sure he wasn't the only one. What about the ones that we haven't caught? What about the ones that haven't been found out? They're they're sending young black and Latino men to prison during the prime of their lives, during the prime, during the, the, the most malleable points in their brains and their learning, and they're ruining their lives forever. These juvenile detention centers are not, are not nice places. There's... I mean, wherever there is a situation where men are forced to be together and there are no women and dominance has to be shown, there's going to be rape. So you can just include that in the bullshit that that could possibly happen to someone if sent here wrongly, if if they're not supposed to be there. And he gets 28 years and multiple young um, black and Latino men's lives have been changed forever, have have withstained irreputable damage. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I'm in favor of the death penalty and sometimes I'm not. <clears throat> I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know why I'm so dry. My throat is killing me. Pause. Um, Late registration turns 10 years old. Late registration is Kanye West's second album. It has such hits as Crack Music featuring the game. Um, Stronger, Better, Faster. Is that on? Is that on there or is that on? That's not on there. Um, We could just look it up. Late registration i remember first listening to it at bryant in bryant's dorm in bryant's dorm at the uc downtown um track list 
I just need a track list. Let's see, I should have just typed in track list, shouldn't I? Late registration track list. Pardon this. I'm sorry. Uh, wake up, Mr. West. Heard him say, touch the sky, gold digger, um, drive slow, my way home, crack music, roses, bring me down, addiction, we broke, <coughs> diamonds from Sierra Leone, we major, hey mama, Jesus, celebration, gone, diamonds from Sierra Leone, the original, okay, 20 tracks, 20 tracks that's that was when albums was like really long back then i i can't remember the last dude that put 20 tracks on an album albums now are like 15 may, maybe you might be able to get 15 and then who I, I really i'm really not a good test to tell because i the hottest people right now quote unquote i probably don't have their albums i don't have fetty wops album I've never owned a Trey Songs album. I don't have DS2. I hate that I even know the name of that album. I don't know. Future. What are you going to do? Late Registration was the shit though, right? Late Registration, if you had to put Kanye albums in order. <clears throat> if you had to put Kanye albums in order, Late Registration would have to be... Second or third, right? I mean, I don't, I don't want to be the typical fan and or like the typical, the typical classic Kanyeist, and say that College Dropout has to be his best album. You could, you could make an argument that Dark Twisted Fantasy is his best album. I'm pretty sure there's people that wouldn't argue with that. I'm pretty sure Dark Twisted Fantasy could be considered Kanye's best album. <clears throat> then second would have to be after Dark Twisted Fantasy, I'm sure you could put in College Dropout as second. Then I think Late Registration would be third. Um which one is the one with uh uh Barry Bonds. What album is that? That would be that might be that might be third or fourth. That would that would give late registration a run for his money, I think, in my eyes. In my book. Feel free to give your thoughts at the Rojo Show at gmail.com. The Rojo Show Facebook fan page. Rojo on Twitter at Shy Rojo. One on Instagram. I think that's how, I mean, the rest of the rest of them can kind of fall in line, but I think I would go, I think I would go dark twisted college dropout. What, what is that album? I need to know Kanye's Kanye discog. Okay. So graduation is that one. Okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not counting. I'm not counting. Watch the throne. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's how I would go. I would go dark, twisted fantasy, college dropout. 
I gotta look at the cat, the track list for graduation though. Graduation track list. Good morning, champion. Strong. E. E. Graduation might be. Graduation might be a, a hot album too. Flashing lights. Everything I am, homecoming, Barry Bonds, can't tell me nothing, good life, drunken hot girls. Drunken hot girls is hot with uh with most deaf. I mean stronger, I wonder, and I wonder. I, I was I was off on that one. I'm usually on I'm usually on note better than and I I can't I'm not gonna try it again. Do you know what it means? That shit goes hard. Ooh, maybe. Maybe graduation is third then. Dark Twisted. Dark Twisted, I, I, I still think should be number one. Dark Twisted goes hard front to back. He's got ill features. He's got ill solo joints. That Chris Rock skit's crazy. Yeah. I, I think that might be his best album. This could be a good two, though. This could bump grad, uh, college dropout. To third, it could be Dark Twisted, Graduation, and College Dropout. I can't hear E in my head saying I'm wilding. I think I think this is a decent list. I uh, Kanye's got good work though, and I'm talking about this partly because of the video Vanguard thing. I was. I was watching it at G's crib, but they weren't really watching it. It was just on. And then we was like playing music over it and everything. But I saw, I heard his speech. It was like 13 minutes of, I mean, it was okay. Like number one, let's slow down on this whole him running for president thing. Like that's not going to happen. But I believe that some of the stuff he was saying was valid, but I think it's some of the stuff where if any of us had just had children and was about to have another one and is a creative person that any of us would want to say, I feel like, like, okay. So when I was younger, I had an extreme interest in music. I had an extreme interest in playing with my mom and dad's records and I used to play DJ for them when they had friends over. And I took my boombox to school early and like made mixtapes and all types of shit. And I asked at some point for some turntables. And I mean, true indeed, they had me involved in a lot of other shit. But there was some specifically that I wanted to fuck with. I think all of us see those kind of things and remember those kind of moments and are way more or plan to be way more in tune when our, with our children than our parents were with us. And I think that's because we have way more of a, a an idea. We have a way wider idea of what successful can be. And we know that it's going to be even wider for our possible children. 
Like, I mean, I see it. I see it a lot with the kids that I or I don't follow any kids on Facebook, obviously. But like the the parents that I know that have kids that I have met or that I think are interesting or that I they post a lot of shit of. They all seem to be like already like specializing in something or having something that some specific that they take a greater interest in than other shit. And they're already sharpening their sword. Their, 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 their parents are helping them get that, that tool ready um, for when it really matters or for when it can really affect their lives in a positive way, when they can get a scholarship for it or when it comes time to pick high schools or that type of shit. But I enjoy this speech. I think my Kanye list is good, though. Hold on. I, I, I only do this with music lists, but let's see if E is available. Hold on. He might not answer. It might be at work. I think my list is tight, though. My list is pretty tight. There's really nobody else I would call to ask. All right. I'm going to post this on the Rojo Show Facebook page, though. Get out of here. Um, I'm actually going to do that right now. So if you want to comment, please... Get on the Rojo Show Facebook page and let me know. Okay, I'm going to write this in my top. I only, want, I, only, I only want to do it now so I don't forget about it and so that you guys can hear my list and verify that it's true. My top Kanye list. I'll do top five. So I said, I said Dark Twisted Fantasy. I said, uh, uh, yeah, I said graduation. Um, then college dropout. And then late registration. What's yours? All right. Feel free to chime in and uh, give love on that. Uh, but yeah, so talking about Kanye, uh, 10 years of late registration, then that going into his speech at the MTV award and then that going into, uh-oh. Hello? What are you doing? You busy? Oh, okay. Hey, so, um, so late registration just turned 10 years old. I'm on, I'm on a podcast right now. Okay. So top five Kanye albums. I'm going to give you my list and then I want to hear what you think. Top five, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, I got Dark Twisted. Okay. Graduate. Wait, are you going in order? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going one to five. Dark Twisted, mm-hmm. Graduation, mm-hmm. College Dropout, mm-hmm. Late Registration. Okay. Oh, that's only four? 
Uh, I don't know what my fifth one would be. That's a strong four, though. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think? Wait a second. What? 808 and Heartbreaks is in your top five? 808 and Heartbreaks is not in your top five. Can I get an album? I just said four, but if I had to add a fifth one, I don't know that it would be 808 and Heartbreaks. 808 heartbreaks I mean after okay so after five one two three four five six well he's got six and then he's got watch the throne well yeah I mean I'm when I when I when I google Kanye West discography that comes up what is the album that I'm missing out of like what uh Jesus You say what? I said it was not Jesus. I'm going to consider Jesus. That's it. That's all his albums? So in the order, it was College Dropout, Late Registration? College Dropout, Late Registration, Graduation. Or no, it was 808 Heartbreaks, then Graduation? No, no, no. Graduation came out in 07. 808 Heartbreaks came out in 08. Then it was Dark Twisted Fantasy in 2010. Watch the Throne came out in 2011. Then Yeezus came out in 2013. Right. And now Swish will be out this year. Graduation would be my fifth. Graduation would be your fifth. Yep. Do you know what's on Graduation? Nice joint. You say what? The nice joint is on Graduation. No. That's not on a Kanye album. That's on. That's only on Nas's album. I thought that was on his too. No. Oh shit! I'm tripping there. You're that's right, that's only on Hip Hop Is Dead. Did. I don't know why I give Kanye more credit for that song for it being his song. I don't know why either because okay. Nas had two crazy verses on that song. Yes, Good Life, Champion, Stronger, Barry Bonds, Good Morning. The intro was crazy. 808 Heartbreaks I don't know 808 Heartbreaks Would have to be like Six for me And I really like Jesus You're wild 808 Heartbreaks Would be six Or maybe it's fifth then Okay What are you considering In this In this order Like Are we just doing lyrics Are we doing lyrics Mass appeal Sales All that shit Cause 808 Heartbreaks Get worked For Kanye Yeah Okay But you put You put a lot of credence In sales you just well, t- I'm, I'm, I'm 
I'm saying my favorite Kanye albums. Okay, your favorite. Okay, so we're just talking personally our favorites. We're not including anyone else and their thoughts or anything on his on his bodies of work. I guess not. But who whose opinion would you okay. want to include in thoughts on 808 and Heartbreaks? So yeah, personally, I'm definitely saying 808 and Heartbreaks is either three or four. Three or four. Three or four? Don't, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Put that shit on any of your social networks and see if 808's a heartbreak ain't in, ain't in one through four, I'm going to say, on most people's list. Are we giving a curb to women? Are we giving a curb to women? Yeah. Maybe I need to re-listen to 808s. Like, we're talking about niggas that we trust talking music. Like, we're not... Yeah, so... You would, put, you would put 808s over College Dropout. No. You just said it would be one of... You just said it would be one of three. No, I said... Ask anyone else. It would definitely be somewhere within one through four of his album. I'm saying three or four. So you okay, okay, so you would go just just to throw it out there, you would go dark twisted, college dropout, yes. eight oh eight. Yes. yes, or dark twisted, college dropout, late registration, then eight oh eight. So or, you know, or like you said, it's either three or four for me, without a doubt. Maybe it could be five. I liked it. I always liked I know, it. I didn't I think. Know you did. I know you did. I remember. I didn't think "Love Lockdown" should have been the lead single, but I liked it, nigga. That. Why are you so paranoid? Nigga, that's it. We're hard. That's why I'm shocked that you're saying this now. I. Because you was one of the only niggas I knew that was fucking with the shit then. I hear you, but just in the scope of his whole. Of his whole, maybe, number one, okay, number one, I probably haven't listened to 808 and Heartbreaks in a long time for some very personal reasons, <laughs> so, oh, so, so there's that. I want to burn every copy of 808s. <laughs> You're wild. No, but, um, so, but, so, so I am, I haven't listened to it in a minute. As I'm listening to it, though, I mean, I, I feel like I had the same re- reaction when I looked at the graduation track list. Like, graduation has, like, real heat on it. Right. And Dark Twisted, I mean, just the way it rolled out, like, with that whole, with the, the, the short movie oh, yeah. thing with it. The short, yeah, the short film and shit. Nigga, yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. And then the the power uh, performance, you know, yeah. with an all red on top of the pyramid, like yeah. diamond, diamond chain. chain. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. Oh my god! 
But uh, but yeah, eh, I, I don't know. I feel like it'll be. It's like five. It's in the top five, but he only got he only got six albums. Yeah, he's got six. So the one that would be six for me would be Jesus. Right, I was about to say, I, I, yeah, that's like Compton for me. Like it's definitely his last of a good run. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you can't. Now, since we'll have this conversation real quick on here, just because the Compton album just came out. But as far as Dr. Dre albums, I mean, he only got three albums. And I don't I I might put two thousand and one over the chronic. I can make it. Cause I mean if you wanna compare if you if you wanna compare, you know, if 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 Snoop is if Snoop is debuted on the chronic, then Eminem really came out on two thousand and one. And I mean Eminem has I mean, not to be on his nuts as the white rapper, but he's kinda transcended the hip hop game. And Snoop has two in his whole in his own in his own right. Like, not let's not get it fucked up. I mean, right. Snoop has well, definitely. I mean, Eminem didn't debut on two thousand one. But back to what you were saying about it being over the chronic, I wouldn't disagree with that. I wouldn't really be like. Well, I mean, when we talked about it the other day, and I said the chronological order, although, albeit, I was saying that that's you know how how great his albums are in arrangement, but. I think niggas only keep the chronic above 2001 for nostalgia reasons. It's like I think a bunch of niggas would say College of Dropout is Kanye's best album for nostalgia reasons. And it's like I think they say the same thing with Jay-Z and Reasonable Doubt. It's like, honestly, I don't know if I would say that the chronic. I personally would put 2001 over the original chronic, and I love the original chronic for the record. Uh, I would put it over 2001 just because... In the original Chronic, that nigga Dre's sample game was crazy. Like that was like a hip hop P funk album almost. Like, so and, you know they say what they want to say. You know, that's hip hop. That's part of hip hop. But I personally always give you know producers more credit when they don't sample as to opposed when they do sample. Although I really adore motherfuckers who sample and sample well, but still. Like, Chronic 2001 was nuts. I'd say that there aren't samples on Chronic because I'm a bunch of fuckboys and be like, oh, nigga, you sampled in this? Yes, he sampled some shit in that too. But. Not as obviously. Not as hard as right. Like, nigga, come on, bro. Like. Apparently, that's why. Apparently, that's why he's. From George Clinton's loins, nigga. Nigga, down to Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just ripped him, nigga. Apparently that's why he beat up that white chick. You say apparently that's why he beat up the white chick. Yeah, cause like appa- no. apparently they was like so they was doing this thing where like every ruthless artist that came out at the end, like all the ruthless artists would like all do a song together. Mm-hmm. So like on her album, they was trying to do some shit where like they was all going like come at her, and then she, at the end like her verse she was gonna be like coming at everybody else. And she said some shit about Dre and how like he looked like a fag on the cover of the Worldwide Record Crew album, and uh, and how uh, the Chronic was made from a um, a Beats and Breaks album. Oh 
Mm-hmm. And how all his samples is like his samples ain't original, and all his samples came off of one beats and break albums and like all this other shit. And this nigga heard that shit and spazzed out. Yeah, I guess so. You need to check out some of those Vlad uh, videos. They got me wanting to listen to uh, some some Daz Dillinger shit. Because Daz, Daz was talking about how he was like Dr. Dre's first student on the producing shit. He was. And he was in that bitch young, too. And you're like 16 and shit. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. I was like, watching that shit on Vlad The TV. nigga produced a bunch of that Pac shit when he was dumb young. Yeah. Like, he, he said he like did. He said he did. Gangster Party. Uh, yeah. This nigga said he had that song and the hook already. Yep. And then Pac just came out and just redid it. Dad is Dad is one of the most slept on producers in the game. And I like I would always say if nigga asked me Daz and Pimpsey. Two of the biggest slept on niggas. Niggas didn't know they was producing a whole bunch of shit that was producing. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. But, but yeah. alright, I'm gonna hit you back when I get off here. For sure. Alright. That's that nigga E. Have to include him on any list, music list. Cause he'll let me know when I'm wilding right away. Um, I, I still, I still got my list the way it is. I mean, I guess I'll put, like I said, like I told him, I guess eight oh eight can get in there as number five since I only listed four. But I don't see it being top three. I don't see it being top three. Maybe I need to re-listen to it, but I don't see it being top three. Um, his speech at the MTV Awards was good. It was what I would assume I would hear from any. Young, um, intelligent. Uh, he's not a millennial. Uh, millennials are all younger than us, and he's older than me. But um, anybody with an artistic outlook and a creative outlook on the world and with children and with stake in it, I feel they would say anything or most of the things he just said um and possibly more eloquently but it was good i'm glad he got his award he's got respect i really want to rewatch the video presentation before they call him up on stage because that looked really good um but like i said i was in the spot and couldn't hear because he was blasting uh some some chief some billionaire billionaire somebody from chicago i don't know uh mtv awards <sighs> um they was okay. I mean, Jeremy Scott designed the Moon Man, so it had like a gay flag, which I guess is cool. Um, they took some jabs at some black shit. That fat, the fat British bitch came out with a, a stripper police, some shit um, that was really inappropriate and really kind of took a jab at black people. Um, Miley Cyrus in the pre-show came in with some kind of dreadlock looking shit. And I guess she's just trying to appropriate any cause possible. You know, I don't know if she closed the show, but her big performance came with a whole LGBT speech. Um, And I'm, I'm not speaking about this with the I don't mean to drip with disdain and disgust when I speak about this. It's not so much about the causes 
it's more so about Miley Cyrus and her attempt to adapt to all causes possible. Like that last song was really just a, it, it might as well have been called I do everything that is considered taboo and they deserve respect for it. In which case, like there's a lot more black shit she could have been doing. And she, it, that doesn't matter though. That doesn't count. And like, I don't want to be screaming for like people to be appropriating black causes. Cause honestly, I feel like, I feel like Miley Cyrus cheapens the cause. I feel like she, she kind of gives, um, gives way to laughter and gives way to ridicule when she's, when she's attached to a, um, a cause. And I, if I stood for anything, I really wouldn't want her a part of it because you really don't know how she's going to stand up or show up to to support it. You know, you're having some serious, let's say you're having like a, a food drive or some shit and this bitch shows up in God knows what. <laughs> God knows what she show up in because I don't think she ever turns it off. But again, I didn't get to see most of the show. Um, I saw a lot of the shit like after the fact. But there was a lot of stuff that there was there. It, it, it was a very strong LGBT support vein running through it, which is fine. I just don't know where they're losing to have to have all of this. Like, I don't want to say celebration and I don't want to say they have to be losing to celebrate. But I don't know. I just think that as a world, we know that there's something really atrocious going on specifically against African-Americans and with MTV supposedly being the pulse of the young people of the young generation, they really missed, uh, they really missed the boat when it comes to their, their black audience. Now I heard that ratings were down on the shit anyway, so not a lot of nobody saw it, but um, just to see where people's heads are when they present or when they come up with something. And let's be clear, the Video Music Awards have lost their credibility in a big way anyway. Um, Justin Bieber was there, and after his performance, he attempted to do a Chris Brown cry, you know, um, falling on his sword reenactment, but Chris had just done it, and his was, like, far less sincere. We didn't feel you, Justin. You need more people. Moving on. I had a video posted on my Facebook page a couple months, uh, not months, uh, it might have been a week ago, about mariachis singing. They they made they made sure to mention that they were Mexican American mariachis. Uh, they played the Star Spangled Banner at the Sox game. Some shit that the Cubs would never do. The Cubs would never, ever have a mariachi band sing the national anthem they'd have some uh racist racist associated country singer do it i don't have a i don't have a quote i don't i'm not fact checking that but i'm just thinking it out loud i think they would they definitely wouldn't do that and i think that's real cool of the socks very inclusive i mean the socks park is kind of in the middle of no no that's those are like Pol that's like um Bridgeport. So that's like Polish, a lot of Polish white people and cops. And then across the Dan Ryan is where you get into some 
strong Negro territories. But yeah, neither one of the baseball parks are necessarily close to Latino neighborhoods. Uh, it's probably a pocket of Mexican somewhere up north by Wrigley. Some some dark corner. Maybe. But like, no. Not really. No. 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 Moving on. Um, Drunk white girls on my timeline using black slang incorrectly. I woke up like this. (laughs) Black girls don't even say this when they say, when they quote Beyonce, even say that shit. I woke up like this. You you probably did your neck and your finger out to the side like that too. I woke up like this. Did you wake up like that? Ugh. I've always, I've always had an issue. Did I clip? I've always had an issue with white girls saying um, saying ghetto. That shit looks ghetto. That looks ghetto. You look ghetto with that on. I've always had an issue with the word ghetto when used incorrectly by, by white people. I don't even really use ghetto as like a description of uh, what? Of a, a description of a, a bad neighborhood. I mean, ghettos exist. I usually just call them hoods. I'll be in the hood. I'll be on the block. I'll be on the block. People hate when I say on the block, but I think they hate it because they know, number one, I really been on the block. But number two, the block, the block really, the term, quote unquote, the block really has come into cultural existence as a place where um, drug related business takes place hood related business takes place block related stuff takes place on the block and I guess the wire has like attributed has like brought a lot of that to light I guess the block the, the wire has people thinking they know what goes on in urban communities as far as drug trafficking and let me tell you, the wire is the wire is very correct on some things. I mean, it was very specific. The show was very specific to Baltimore and that whole numbers phone call game they were playing there, um, which is is probably very specific. It's, it's probably pretty specific. I'm not saying that other people didn't do it in other parts of the country, um, but that that specific number and scheme and hierarchy was specific to that and and which is what kind of made the story so riveting and so uh so interesting and what made the the viewers and myself being one um very engaged with the plots and the story and the eventual outcome of the wire one of the greatest um tv shows ever what was i talking about yeah but white girls talking crazy on my timeline uh, I woke up like this. What was another one I saw? Um, turn up, turn up. Everybody says turn up now. Hashtag squad. Um, whenever white girls refer to their friends as their bitches, that's I don't want I don't want to say that's some black shit, but it definitely comes from an an urban birth, an urban root. What are you gonna do? I woke up like this. I woke up like this. Ugh. And they just say things that they don't know the meanings to. It's, I don't know, it's funny to me. 
Joe Rogan said Ronda Rousey could beat up Bruce Lee. Apparently, apparently people don't really realize how much of a badass Bruce Lee was. Apparently people don't don't know that he could really fight. And I guess they think of him as just way more. He was just like a really good actor and performer. And it's like, no, like, no, Bruce Lee has skills. He said it fast. I really hope he was just joking. He said it during one of the fight companions, which if you're a Joe Rogan fan, you know, they be in there smoking and drinking and saying all types of dumbass shit. Mind you, I am in no way, no way trying to give him a pass on saying that dumb shit. It was definitely some dumb shit. I just don't know if he really was asked in a serious conversation if he really felt that way. If he would answer the same Rhonda was actually all, uh, Recently on his podcast And I checked it out Whatever She seems She didn't seem that cocky then But that's cause she was I'm not gonna talk about, I can't talk about it I'm not supposed to be talking about Rhonda for another two podcasts Yep Not talking about her Shut up uh, Michael Jackson's birthday just passed People will never know. It depends on when you're born, what and how you feel about Michael Jackson. I remember hearing Quest Love talk about this. He was teaching at some uh, university, some kind of hip hop class. And he always talks. At some point, he always plays Michael Jackson off the wall for him. And just one of his classes was just not feeling it because they remember Michael Jackson as number one. When you show them the picture of off the wall, Michael Jackson, they don't know that guy. They don't know, you know, dark skin, slight curl, Michael. They know straight hair, no nose, Skeletor, Michael. And no matter that guy is very easy to look at as a weirdo, as a pedophile, as all of the negative things that have been associated with Michael. Jackson. So when they hear living off the wall or when they're he- they hear all of these wonderful t- uh, Rod Temperton classics, they don't see who we are. They which is weird because we're coming into this time where everything as far as body image and body modification and 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 um what is it called assign gender and role and and gender assignment and all of these kind of things like Michael Jackson as in his music was so ahead of his time yet he was not attributed the kind of respect that people now with half of his talent and half of his contribution to the world, both musically and philanthropically, a big word that I can pronounce correctly, Joe Budden podcast, y'all need to get y'all pronunciation up, I don't know what a biopic is, I don't know what a, a Elias is, I'm just saying, but at any rate, what was I talking about, well, I'm joking, <laughs> 
But yeah, man, Michael Jackson, he, I played, I was playing Thriller. The B side of Thriller goes from front to back, okay? Listen, B side of Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature, PYT, Lady of My Life. Stop it. Thriller goes hard. Thriller makes me want to look at Purple Rain and see what the B-side of Purple Rain was. Because Purple Rain, Purple Rain is a killer from front to back, okay? Computer Blue, Computer Blue goes hard, okay? Computer Blue goes right into uh, Darling Nikki. Hello. Hello. And then you end it off with Lisa and Wendy's classic, Purple Rain. Woo! Now we're going to go, Prince goes hard. But Michael Jackson, um, he just turned, I can't remember how old he turned. Michael Jackson, age. 55? 50. He died at 50. In 2009. Ew. Too much information. Michael Jackson age now. What the hell? I don't know. Anyway. Michael Jackson. That dude. Will's uh, little cousin's favorite artist, like weirdly, like we he, he we went to the Grammy Museum, and um, Will's little cousin like has a weird thing about Michael Jackson, like not like not weird, like if he wasn't as close to me as he is, I would like make jokes about, but um, like he knows a lot about Michael Jackson, and he's probably like, is he nine? He might be nine or ten. But he like, he knows some fucking Michael Jackson. And apparently Will was the same way. His uncle says Will was the same way. Just like really weird about Michael Jackson. But there were a lot of kids that were weird about Michael Jackson. Corey Haim, or is it Corey? Which one of those Corys from the 80s dressed like Michael Jackson? It was Corey Haim and Corey. Corey Haim and Feldman. Corey Feldman. He still dresses like Michael Jackson to this day. And he looks like Greg. (laughs) Greg looks like Corey Feldman. (laughs) Craig, you look like Corey Feldman, bro. But yeah, he's got this weird Michael Jackson thing going on in a lot of pictures. Like uh, bad Corey Feldman or bad Michael Jackson. That's what he does. The dark hair. Slightly into You Are Not Alone, Michael Jackson. Slightly into there. But mostly like a bad, but not as curly. Just like dark hair, dark glasses, leather jacket. Ah. But yeah, Michael Jackson was that dude. 
everybody probably went through a Michael Jackson phase. There was a dude that I was that I was around who like did like a I guess I guess an okay Michael Jackson impression, but he was like six two. But he tried. He he was okay. It was really just the enthusiasm he had with it. It wasn't that good. It was all right. Um, playing history, the slave trade. There's a game that is apparently is used in a lot of European schools to learn about slavery and the slave trade. Um, and it came under controversy recently because there is a there is a Tetris like portion of the game in which you have to stack slaves in the bottom of the slave ship. And I looked up the gameplay because they have they have gameplay of it on YouTube. But there's some like there's some white dude talking all over it. And like he's really kind of making light and making joke of it. He's saying that it's ridiculous, but he's really like making light and making a joke of it, kind of. And um. It's not meant to be. Now I watched I watched part of it, and initially I watched part of the second half, and initially it seemed like Play History Two Slave Demo. Ooh, I might try to do that. I might try to do that. It initially seemed like it was making way too light of the topic of slavery. It was kind of has this like rinky dinky music to it. Um, But then they started asking questions like, hey, we may need to throw some slaves off the boat. And these are like real decisions that you as the player have to make. And like one of the captains get drunk. And, you know, they start, they got a portion where you can talk to the different slaves and they have these kind of automated responses where they talk about how they miss their homes and how, you know, at the next stop, they're going to try to break their chains and, and make a run for it. And they make stops at, you know, uh, I think I saw them make a stop at the Dominican Republic or they, they make stops in between, um, Africa and, the United States. I need to go back and watch more of it. I I um encourage you to check it out cuz it's very interesting. And apparently it's it's used to talk, be it's used in about 10% of you of um European schools. And there are a lot of schools in um a lot of Danish schools use it. And they also have one about the plague. I didn't see, and I want to check to see if they have a playing history um, holocaust. No, don't have that. Can I go to like a list? Like which ones do they have? Playing history. No, no, no. Go back. Playing history series. 
Yeah. Playing history series web shop. What do you got? Playing history ages eight to twelve. So they have playing history plague, playing history slave trade, and then they have playing history. Um, Vikings, which is not is not equal or the same to have the Vikings and then have the plague and then have the slave trade. Maybe we look at it differently because we're Americans, and that's something else he brought up. He brought up that Europeans have a different way of looking at the slave trade than they do. I wonder how they think or uh, the black people there got there like the black people in the United Kingdom I wonder what their story is on how they got on they on how they got to the United Kingdom I'd love to see how they what they think about that I don't know it was I don't know I want to play the game it seemed interesting it seemed like it it, it Okay, the fact that they have a game about it and that they are trying to teach something about it says a lot in itself because there's no equivalent to that as far as American schools and it's our fucking history. It's our shit. It's our story. And I guess we're so... Because black people could have made something like this by this point. But I guess it's such a sore topic and we don't we probably don't believe that it would be received even from our own people because we don't. I mean, how do black people teach about slavery? Do we really do we really invest the time to let our children and to let younger generations know about how rough it used to be. This police brutality thing is bringing back something that I didn't think our our generation would have. Something that I thought our generation would miss out on. And we still are to a certain extent. I don't think younger generations know how bad it used to be. I don't know if they get the concept of... I mean, it's really... I mean... The concept of having different water fountains may may occur to them. They may not know how seriously those boundaries were um, were kept. They may not realize that, yeah, there's a black bathroom and there's a white bathroom, but there's a distinct difference in how those bathrooms are kept. There's an uh, and 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 the. The punishment for breaking those boundaries were oftentimes close to deadly. They may not kill you, but they they had no problem beating the shit out of you. But this police brutality thing is giving it's giving young blacks a taste of the sh- the realness that people that even 
probably not my parents probably experienced a little bit of it as children but really my grandparents as young people probably were really like they were only at that point something that we don't really realize we're probably only six generations out of slavery like okay so my mother not a slave my grandmother not a slave my great grandmother could have possibly been born into slavery this is my great great grandmother or maybe it would be one more great my mother no so that's one generation grandmother no two generations great grandmother no three generations great great grandmother four generations maybe that's interesting just think about that four or five generations removed from slavery but we as Americans we don't have a game that speaks to or explains properly the slave trade um, the 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 egregious acts that were taken against free African people in the name of greed and wealth on the part of, of recently quote unquote, I mean, they could be the Americans quote unquote, these new Americans, they hadn't long fought for their freedom against Europeans, right? Or was slavery already going on during the Civil War? Yeah, it was slaves in the Civil War, duh. But I really want to know that timeline. How long were the new, quote-unquote, Americans here before they started pulling people from Africa and bringing them over to do their bidding? It couldn't have been long because right after they were fighting alongside them. What president is is um what president is Abraham Lincoln? What number president is he? Abraham Lincoln is a sixteenth president and it was slavery all the way up until there. But I wanna know when I don't know, I have to look that up on my own. I'm gonna check that out on my own. But yeah, that slavery shit is not far away. And I was long, I I was really thinking that as things got more, I I was naively thinking that as things got better, we would get further and further away from, uh, further away, uh, further from touching the struggles of our our forefathers. And we are, like clockwork, uh, getting struggles of our own. Which is good and bad. These young motherfuckers, these millennials really have it way too easy as far as technology is concerned. So they need to find it in a way and use it in a way to avert some kind of uh, catastrophe on their on their social level. So I'm kind of glad they get a little this this uh, this, you know, police brutality. I, I wish that our people were a little bit more savvy and played a little bit more paid a little bit more attention to the real issues that face us and that are facing our people but I think it'll come as it gets more serious as it gets closer to home um
Last but not least, on a, on a, on a light note, you know, I was having a conversation with one of my friends about cake. If you don't know what cake is, cake is a term, um, a term that means like cake, soft, sweet, sugary times with a young lady. If you're a man, um, that's what I'm speaking about. If you do something else, then you can put it in your own terms. But, um, you know, you may be talking soft on the phone. You may be holding hands. You may be getting a little gooby booby dooby in, you know, that is caking. Um, other forms of caking, caking it. Are you caking it? Baking the cake, trying to put that mix on that cake, trying to get the lumps out the cake. Um, you can kind of, if you're, if you're a slick linguistic like myself, you can kind of flip cake in any kind of metaphorical way you want. Um, you know, you getting a little, you get, you get a little quarter cake or you getting some, some, you know, some cheesecake, factory cheesecake, Eli's cheesecake, you know, what kind of cake you getting? You getting some, I mean, this is some Walmart sheet cake, you know, it's stuffed, you know, it's stuffed sheet cake, you know, with the, with the butter icing. But it's it's Walmart cake nonetheless. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, you can flip that any kind of way you want. I am a collector and connoisseur of cake music. Music for cake. Um, I got rap cake music. I got cake cake music. I got instrumental cake music. I got R&B cake music. I got cake music for days. I have way more cake music than I actually have cake. That's for damn sure. <laughs> way more cake music than I have cake. I got vinyl cake. I got MP3 cake. I got rare cake. I got uh, unreleased cake. I got cake music. Now, there is some music, okay, that if you put it on and a girl has already heard it, that's a red flag. She's been smashed to that music. It's it's done. It's been done. You need to try something else. Because that's only reminding her of some other guy. Case in point. If you're riding with a chick. Okay. Depending on that. Well, okay. So hip hop stuff is different. Because they might have had an older brother that has put them on to something, you know, has told them about a little something, something on the side. They may know that it was written on the low. On the low, it was written is a cake album, okay? It's it's all like laid back, you know, real riding around at night, windows down, AC on. It's real slick like that as an album. It was written is a low-key cake album. It was written as a low-key cake album, quite like ATLians is a low-key cake album. Take these gems I'm dropping, okay? Gym alert. Take these gems that I'm dropping, okay? Low-key cake. Low-key cake. Rap albums. It was written. Did I say another one? It was written as a low-key cake album. And ATLians, low-key cake album. Low-key cake. Like, they don't even realize they in the they in the mix. 
They might not even realize they in the mix until it's too late. Right? Low-key cake albums. Now, not to be confused with, say, mm, say, uh, Mm, say the weekend house of balloons house of balloons by the weekend that is a superior cake album okay that is german chocolate cake (laughs) that is deep cake all right that would be i would put that right on par with anything maxwell and i know that's gonna sound blasphemous at first but let it sink in Flip it over like pineapple upside down cake. That that weekend House of Balloons Thursday, not this new weekend, not that. I'm talking about them first two joints. That is superior, superior, superior cake. That is rich, okay? That you you only want a small piece of that. It only takes a little bit. Now there's light cake, you know, there's light cake, you know, first date cake, first first two or three date cake, you know. Maybe a little Miguel, little cocaine 80s, you know, little boom clap bachelors, you know, that's light cake. You know, little cherub, light cake, light cake, light cake. But some of these songs, you put them on. If you put on a house of balloons and she's oh, is this the weekend? Cut it. She's been there. You need to try another tune. You need to go a different route. If you put that on and she says, oh, snap, the Fugees. Ready or not, here I could. Cut it. The Silvers, cut it. I don't know. These are these are just gems I'm dropping for y'all. These are just little, little small things. Um... I'm about to get out of here and wrap this up. This has been episode 19 of the Rojo Show. Please remember those little cake gems. Please email the show. I know I got some email topics that I didn't get to. They will be on the next one. Today is Thursday. I might, uh, today is Wednesday. I might end up doing a Saturday morning weekend podcast. Um, I will keep you in tune with that. Until then, the Rojo Show on Facebook page, uh, uh, the Rojo Show Facebook fan page, get at me. Um, Rojo on Rojo on uh, Twitter at shyrojo1 on Instagram. Email me the Rojo Show at gmail.com. I am your host Rojo. Thank you for being here for all 19 episodes. Next episode will be 20. Get into some hot topics. Until then, have a good rest of the week. I talk to you when I talk to you. One. Ain't nothing wrong with the bumping ground. I give a fuck about location. I need a quick fix, instant gratification. Concentration. Your father had Alzheimer's. I hope that shit skips our generation. So I'm just living like I won't remember. Doing shit that I won't forget. And when I roll and stroll down memory roll, regret is an emotion I can't recollect. Grown, so put the hate on the shelf If you go numb to the feeling Fuck it, I'm feeling myself You niggas is grown So put the hate on the shelf If you go numb to the feeling Call me the shit that you sniff Get a big whip of the goodness And after that baby strip I'ma slow stroke through the middle Don't let your backbone slip